0: Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month?
1: Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Meave. Whether you're looking for a good Korean skincare or affordable and trendy jewelry, they've got you covered. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success Hey, y'all, and welcome to Trials to Triumphs. I'm Ashley Blaine Featherston-Jenkins, but you can call me ABFJ. This week, my sister, my T, actress Tiana Paris, talks to me about co-creating with God and understanding the magnitude of our miracles. My conversation with Tiana reminded me that nurturing a God-given dream is a lot like walking through a pregnancy. We have to be expectant. When God gives us an assignment in life, we have to believe and carry the miracle before we see it.
2: I didn't all the way believe God, but you still gave me the thing I prayed for and what I asked for, and, and I'm grateful for it. And so I I could see it, but I couldn't see it. You see your belly getting bigger, but I don't know what's happening in there for all intents and purposes. And just having to trust that what was going to be on the other side was all of my heart's desires, plus more.
1: Hi, sister. Welcome to the pod. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited.
2: Are you, What are you drinking? I'm drinking some as well.
1: I'm drinking peppermint Something. tea. Peppermint tea. Okay. I have black tea right now. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, I have wine. I was like, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, not today. Not right now. Not right now.
1: Okay. Well, Tiana, Mm -hmm. let's start with telling the people how we met. Can you tell the story of how we met, please?
2: Ashley, (laughs) I don't know. I'm like, gosh, it's been so long. Yeah. How did we meet?
1: I think it was like, it was probably 10, 11 years ago. Definitely no. over a decade. Yes. I was like, it's longer than that. Oh, no, it's okay. Way
2: longer than that. Wait, what year is this? Yes, yeah, like.
1: Ooh. I've been in LA since yeah, twenty. It's like, what since 20 I've been? What? I came in twenty ten. We probably met in like yeah, 2012. It was
2: 2011.
1: or twenty eleven.
2: It was eleven. Oh, yeah. So it's at least twelve years. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It was eleven yeah. for sure because you're one of the first people I met when I got there. But oh, was it at church?
1: Yes. Okay, so It yes. was at church. That's right? what we met. Yes, yes. But like,
2: I don't remember the exact
1: moment because it's
2: one of those friendships that feels like I know <laughs> we just we just know each other. I, I don't know. remember the exact moment. So Do this you? is what I
1: think happened because it's the same. I realized in thinking about this, I was like, oh my gosh. Tiana and I have been friends a very long time, um, yeah. but I think what it was was you knew Lena. We both knew Lena. I don't know how okay. you knew Lena, but I, Lena at and I have been friends. Or yeah, maybe through church. Like, I met everybody at church. I think. Mean. And I remember oh, Lena. Oh, no, was... I
2: know how I met Lena. Okay.
1: Okay. That. So I met Lena
2: through Ben, who's
1: ah, also a writer. Yes. And so
2: I went to a cookout with Ben, and Lena was there. Were you also there?
1: I was not there. Okay, okay, go My ahead. invitation was lost in the mail.
2: <laughs> so was mine, I just showed it.
1: <laughs> so, okay, so Lena, who, Lena Wait is the master connector, you guys. Like, she is, it's just what she does. And I remember she was like, you gotta meet this girl. She's this beautiful actress. Mm-hmm. I think you guys would really hit it off. She's gonna come to church, you gotta meet her. And I was like, okay, cool. And I remember we met outside off on La Brea. And we hugged and we went into church. And I want to say maybe we all like ate or something after. We probably like got Chipotle because that's all we could afford. And, <laughs> and,
2: and it was across the street. Right across and the, the street.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we've just been friends ever since. But I think it actually, when I was thinking about it, I was like, how beautiful. Like we met at church. We did. We did meet at church. Um, uh, that
2: part I definitely remember. And then mm-hmm. after that, it's just like, well, that's the boo. I don't actually know. It's just <laughs> people come into your life and they just fit so perfectly. And they
1: stay. Sometimes, but I'm happy you stay. Oh, well, I am too,
2: and we've had so much life, so much life since it's Like longer than a decade. Oh, the life been, yeah. that
1: we have lived. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, thank you. thank you. Yes, God. yes, thank you, guys. And I just want to say, like, I love you, and I'm so grateful that you're Ooh. in my life, and I'm so proud of you, and it's been so amazing, like growing up together, because that's what I would call it. We've been growing we up have. together.
2: Yes, ma'am. I love you too.
1: Thank yeah. you for and I'm your so light, happy for here. your
2: energy. And I'm so happy to be here. Thank you.
1: All right, T, let's start at the beginning. What did okay. Hopkins, South Carolina <laughs> give you? Oh my gosh. It gave me a
2: wonderful childhood. Hmm. Um, And that's, I mean, like climbing trees, having a yard, my siblings, amazing people there, friends, uh, folk I still keep in touch with and love. Um, It gave me character Mm. and it gave me um, it definitely gave me a sense of because there's not much there it it instilled in me this sense of longing um, to see what else was in the world. Um, So yeah, I, I would say I got all of that from Hopkins. Um, it, was, it was wonderful. Uh, between Hopkins and Manning, South Carolina, which is where my grandparents lived and I spent a lot of summers there. Um, there's just, you, you. what you do is you use your imagination, you mm. play with friends, you hang out. Um, yeah. Outside climbing trees in Manning, picking pecans up off the ground, feeding the chickens. Like that's, <laughs> A part of my childhood, um, a fond part as well.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I love that. You're you're a true Southern girl. I,
2: I you know what, Ash? I say I'm very, I'm a country girl
1: mm, because there is a, a difference between Southern right. and country. All right, tell us the difference. Tell us the difference. <laughs> <laughs> How do you describe um, it? You're probably
2: Southern. I think uh, you're Southern.
0: Uh,
2: you're Southern, Ashley. I, you're not country.
1: I may be from below the Mason-Dixon line, but I am not a Southern girl. Although Daryl okay, tells, so, okay, tells me all, Daryl tells me all the time I am. He's like, "You're Southern." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm from."
2: Okay, I can I can go. I I will give you that. But if okay. you were
1: claiming to
2: be Southern or country, you would be Southern, one thousand percent. You would okay. not be country. You are right? Okay? okay. But I will also give you, you ain't there one. <laughs> we, we can we can we take that. But um, I think Southern it. There's like manners and culture and a tradition and a way in which you do things. Um, Yeah. Like I have girlfriends who are very Southern. It's easy to Mm -hmm. see. Um, It's a little harder for me to articulate. Country, me, you just, you're okay. Climbing trees, being Mm. a little tomboy, jumping up in it, like, we feeding the chickens. We playing with the pigs. Like we outside playing and hiding in the woods for fun. Um, yes. that's country, and that is what I am. I'm, I'm, I I'm more country than southern, um, for sure. So yeah.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> Just so we have I the
2: get distinction. that. That was a good. That need my a good distinction from me Like you ain't
1: southern. <laughs>
0: but yeah, got it. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal.
1: Okay, I want to talk about your mom, who I love and is a beautiful, you guys, her mom is, y'all think Tiana is pretty. She get it from her mama for real, like Victoria Monet said, okay? Uh, (laughs) So I want you to share with us um, maybe the greatest lesson your mom ever taught you or maybe one of your favorite memories with your mom.
2: Or both. You're going to have me on here crying. <laughs> One of the greatest lessons. Um, It's so interesting because how we have had this conversation two years ago before I myself became a mom, I think my answer would be very different. Mm-hmm. But now... Having recently had a child, and my mom is here helping with said child. (laughs) Thank you, God. Um, Things are put, I see things a lot differently. Um, I see the sacrifices she's made, the patience she's had, the love she's given in such a deeper, um, more selfless way. I, I see It's more selfless and deep Mm. than I ever did before. I think there's this uh, privilege and mm, what's the right word? This this thing that comes with where we expect our parents to just love us. You know, Mm. like you're you're just going to do that. You're just going to do things for us. And that's not the case for Mm. everyone. Um, But I have been blessed with an amazing mom and a dad and who are very active. And that is actually my stepdad who mm-hmm. has raised me, but I consider him my dad for all intents and purposes. Um because he is. <laughs> but so when you're have that love and uh support in the house just readily available, sometimes you take it for granted. And so the greatest lesson I've learned from my mom at this point is the the selflessness, the mm. the the Despite my little nasty attitude sometimes Mm -hmm. or just being a brat or whatever it is at that moment, she still loved me. She's still been patient with me. She's still shown up for me. And I pray that I can do the same for her and that she can feel that appreciation and love given back because it is a lot
1: to parent. Mm. It is a lot.
2: And um, I'm just really 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 grateful for her and also the the the. i think the greatest one of the other greatest things i've learned from her is i just I, this is the saying she said she was like well if you're gonna do it you better do it right you better be good at it and mm. that was throughout my entire childhood like, oh you want to play softball well if you're gonna do it you better you better do it good like, mm-hmm. that means go practice, get out my face, go do what you need to do. When I told her I wanted to be an actor, well, okay, if you're going to do it, you better do it good. What yeah. school you supposed to go to? Like, that's just been the attitude. Like, anything is possible. You just, you better commit to it. You better put some effort into it because you ain't going to waste our money. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to waste my time. That's Listen. essentially the hardest. part. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I can appreciate. Um, but yeah, and I I. Think about that. And that rings in my head um, even now to this day Mm -hmm. as an adult. I will. I'm going to do it. I guess I better do it right.
1: Yeah. Put
2: some effort and heart into this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But there's love in that too. Like there's, there's love in your parents having a standard of excellence for you.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Like they created you to be excellent. And I think that that requirement that our parents, that some of our parents have of us is a beautiful thing and is, and is a large part in why we're successful. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I really believe that. And it was like this,
2: well, you better be good at it, but I never felt the pressure to not be good at it. Mm. The key was, I just better try. You better try. You better yeah. put forth some effort. Um, And that was, that was the, um, the, the standard. It was like mm. if you give it all you got and you ain't no good, that's okay, that's all right. We'll try something different, but you're gonna give it all you got, you know? Yeah. Um, and that was the thing that they held me to. You
1: you gonna try? You are gonna try real hard? Mm-hmm. So, because I yeah. think you know that's a that's a good distinction because I think that excellence is is less about the outcome and more about the effort that you're doing that that you're putting forth, right? It's yeah. not about. If if you win the award, if you get the part, if you get the right, job, right. it's 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 about did you commit to trying to? Did you commit that to That trying- is someone being excellent. Yeah. Who
2: were you while you were trying? Mm. Were you kind to people? Did you help others? Did you have integrity? Yep. Did you have integrity? Those are all the things I have learned in the different things I've tried to do um, in life. If that's like the school pageant, if that's auditioning for the drama club, whatever it is, it was like, okay, you're going to try and you're going to do your best, whatever that is for you. And the the important thing is what are you learning along that journey? Who are you to others and to yourself mm-hmm. along this journey? Um, so yeah, I think that's a good, good lesson. Cause oh my gosh, how many times through life are we blessed to be able to try mm. and fail? And especially in this industry, we try and it's fail
1: blessing, multiple though. times
2: daily. But it is a it is a blessing. And so learning how to navigate that, um, Okay, I'm going to try my best, whatever that is. And especially in this industry where, like, you know, we could get told no three times in a day or you're yeah. not good enough <laughs> or we don't like you, whatever, mm-hmm. or more. Um, what that
1: looks like to pick myself up and move on. Hmm. Well, what does it look like? Like, what has that looked like for you? Has it always been easy for you to pick yourself up and move on? Have you, have you created tools to help you uh, navigate it easier? Um, so
2: no, it has not always been easy. Um, but I do think I've been able to handle rejection. Well, even though it's not easy. Does mm. that make sense? I yeah. Hope that makes sense. Um, I think because I understand that greatness, there's greatness in everyone. And truly, what God has for me is for me. That has allowed me to, when something doesn't go the way I want it to go, doesn't happen how I want it to happen, I'm able to lean into that, and 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 really just let go. Say, okay, God, I guess this is not what um, you wanted for me, even though it's what I saw for myself, and I'm going to trust that your. Goal. Your plans are greater than anything I could imagine. Um, Mm. And really, just just let it go. I have just let it go, and it might not all the time be healthy. I think sometimes, in an effort in an effort to uh, of self preservation, I compartmentalize and just shut things off even though there's still some level of celebration or acknowledgement that could happen in there, but because it's not what I imagined it to be, I'm like, Oh, whatever. We just move on. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. even want to deal with that. I don't want to think about that because it's not going how I thought it should go. So, you know, and there are people in my life that are reminding me, well, it didn't go how you think it should Mm -hmm. go, how you thought it should, but, there's still things to celebrate here and we can celebrate it amongst ourselves. We can be excited for the thing you did accomplish that did go how you wanted it to go. Um, and we could just start there and be present in that. And so, I, you know, that's all that's a constant reminder for me as well. Um, that, like you said, it's not the end mm. of what I thought it should be. But what was the journey to get there and celebrating yes, and that. acknowledging the sacrifice, the commitment that we all gave so that, you know, I could accomplish a particular dream or goal. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, being present for that part as well.
1: Yeah, I think I, it's not, and you know, I think I had to start, uh, you know, I had to do exactly what you said, which is like, understand that like, what's for me can't miss me, but also uh, celebrate what I can't see like get excited mm-hmm. for what i can't see mm-hmm. but knowing that it's it's on its way to me but be, it's it's like being expectant you know that's why they say you know be pregnant with possibility like you know at, you know you've been pregnant you know when you are creating this child it is a long process and you don't know what this baby is going to look like what they're going to be like what you don't know anything but all you know is that this is your purpose at the moment. So if if, if mothers can, can do that in creating and bringing all of these wonderful children to the world, then we have to believe that we can do that with the gifts that God gave us too. Mm. It just sometimes Amen. takes time, you know?
2: It does take time. Yeah. But it's so funny because even while I was pregnant, this is going to sound so weird. <laughs> <laughs> but even while I was pregnant, I was always like, it's really, a baby in here, like, how, <laughs> like, actually, I kid you not, the entire pregnancy, and I felt all the things I felt the baby move, kick, I had the sonograms. And I, a part of me would be like, This is a stock photo, <laughs> they just gave me a stock photo. Tiana. Like, I'm not joking, there was this part that's like, How could I create something mm. so? amazing how could I wow. how could God let me carry and nurture and nurse this miracle I didn't believe it Ashley I'm not even joking when Ooh. the baby was born I was in shock and I literally looked at the kid and I said a baby like I was you like li- oh you my said god that? Wow. I said that I said a baby like oh my god it really was a baby (laughs) like i was like oh my god like the it's the most ridiculous thing because if anybody told me this i'd be like okay girl you carried a child Mm. for nine ten months and there was a big part of you that's like i don't know like just is it real and it's such a huge miraculous honor and privilege of a thing to be able to do so i do think it's understandable to not be able to fully wrap your mind around the entire process but girl i don't know i i was even i now i'm looking at myself like I, i really girl really because yeah i but then once she was here it's it's this i don't know it's like this gratitude and this this um this feeling of well I didn't all the way believe God but you still gave me the thing I prayed for and what I asked for and and I'm grateful for it and so I I could Mm. see it but I couldn't see it you see your belly getting bigger but I don't know what's happening in there for all intents and purposes and and just having to trust that what was going to be on the other side was all of my heart's desires plus more. Like I Mm. couldn't even know to ask for these things. Um, And also like the most stressful (laughs) zero out of 10 (laughs) time ever for the first three months. Let's be clear. Um, Zero out of 10, do not recommend (laughs) that part. But um, also, you know, just this, this great gift uh, that, I still am trying to process how I didn't fully believe, you know what mm. I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so it's, it's a weird, I shouldn't say it's weird. It's, it's a part of my journey that I'm still trying to process and understand like, what was that? Why, why were you? Yeah. I just think it's the, the magnitude of
1: the, the,
2: Miracle
1: is really? the magnitude of the miracle. Wow. The magnitude so of the miracle. No, because this whole I'm like getting teary eyed because just the way you're describing it, it makes so much sense, Tiana, that it's you're right, it's not weird. It actually makes a lot of sense that even when your daughter came out, you were like a Baby. Baby. <laughs> what? How did this get here? <laughs> even though I'm, you're pushing
2: for nine, ten hours, whatever it is, or longer for some women. But for me, was, yeah, like seven, eight hours, you're like, how did this get here? It's, it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Um, mm. But yeah, but I don't it's even also, know how that fully- It's
1: also a baby. It's also she's mine. It's also... I gotta take care of her. It's also, whoa, I I created this human. But I, I think too, what it sounds like you were feeling was in your life, and I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it sounds okay. like it okay. was a it was a time in your life when you really felt the the power and the and and the um like what truly collaborating with God felt like. Mm, it think it, mm-hmm. it was the it's a true co-collaboration. Really? And because God is so omnipotent and so amazing, it felt like you're doing this with me? Like we're mm. doing this? Like right. I, I like I'm blessed with 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 having this. You honor? trusted me? Yes, right. you trusted me. Yeah, that's what, child, that's what that's yeah. what I kind of took from that. And he's like. Yeah. Do you want to know what else I have in store? Look at what we did. Let's do some other stuff together. You know, let's yeah. This is why you're here. This is part of your purpose.
0: Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than 2 weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget.
3: Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. And so now that you're on, maybe you're
1: not all the way on the other side of it, but now at yes, least that you have not. that perspective, you can at least say everything you just said to me right now. Right? <laughs> what, right. what 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 are you taking from that experience with, through the rest of your life?
2: Ash, really giving myself the grace (laughs) to start over every day. Like sometimes Mm. you're like, oh man, I didn't do this right. Like every night, (laughs) <laughs> my husband calls it the baby hour where mm. I was lay in the bed and just think about the day and my kid like literally look at pictures. And if I didn't take pictures or video that day, I'm like, dang, I didn't take pictures of her. Meanwhile, you're, I'm with her <laughs> all day. But, um, and then sometimes you're just, I'm just like, man, I didn't do this right. Or, Oh, I, I feel guilty about, Oh, I didn't go outside mm. with her today or whatever it is. Um, And giving myself the grace to start over the next day to start fresh, because when I go to wake her up, she pops up like, Hey, like she doesn't even remember Mm. that. Okay. Mommy didn't cut the food. Right. Or whatever. Um, She doesn't, that doesn't even matter to her. I hope (laughs) it doesn't feel (laughs) like it does. Um, But she gives me the grace to start over every day. And, Making sure I give myself the opportunity to just try again, just try again um, and not hold my shortcomings, my own shortcomings or what I feel are shortcomings over my head. um, But to really just give myself the grace to try again.
1: Mm, A new day, (laughs) a new day, a bless the blessing
2: of a new day amen, the blessing mm-hmm. of a new day and embracing that day, not mm. being upset about what happened the day before or how I didn't do something how I wanted to, etc. Um, and also, I'm I'm kind of type A. I'm also a Virgo, so there's just a lot of <laughs> letting go
0: I have mm. to do. Like, you know
2: what? I'm not washing that today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just listen. Those clothes are just and even though I, that's my personality, even before the baby, I can't lie, like those clothes would just be there. That suitcase not getting that packed for another two weeks, <laughs> um, but I will take the clothes out and wash them. But the rest of that stuff just going to stay in the suitcase for the next week mm-hmm. or two until I feel like it. But um, giving myself the grace to do that in other areas of my mm-hmm. life, like, well, it ain't hurt nobody. It'll be all right. It could stay there until I got the energy.
1: Exactly. Um, yeah. So Yeah. I love that yes, giving yourself more grace because guess who's yeah. giving it to you? Your daughter. She gives she, you grace she, 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 every day.
2: She does. She you know, does. and
1: God, yeah, yeah, and God. But like, I think she's she's like the physical manifestation of that every morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's really beautiful. That's really beautiful it to is. you. That's where it's like this
2: weird thing where you be like, "Oh,
1: I can't wait for you to go to bed because I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. Like, go take a nap.
2: Go, go on to sleep." And then I miss her incredibly when she's down and and it's just, this is, but this is actually, so interesting because it's also this thing I'm trying to learn in life and with work. Like I'm having this conversation with other friends and also who are artists and Mm -hmm. in the industry and um, about, you know, we, we ask for these things, we pray for these things, whatever that is for you. And You go through the journey and when you get there or you're working towards getting to a thing, most of the time, it don't look like what we wanted or what we thought it would look like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Mm -hmm. something or multiple things that you didn't account for flavor your experience. Yes. And so... I'm at a place in life where I think I'm realizing that that's just life. Like that's always going to happen. And I might be mad late realizing this, okay? Um, But I think it's really starting to set in. And so as we were saying before, like what are some of the things I've learned thus far from my mom, et cetera, I think I'm really starting to own and wanting to, look deeper into when I am in these experiences that I have prayed for, like motherhood or like getting a job you really wanted, whatever that is, feels horrible. Mm -hmm. Like something's not going right or it doesn't look like what I wanted to. Certain people got bad attitudes. I just don't want to be around them. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that's flavoring this experience. How do I remember that this isn't going to last forever. Like this is a moment in time and it's okay to feel how I feel. Like I won't be around you or this and that, or y'all get on my nerves or this isn't how it should be or how I wanted it to be, whatever that is and whatever your job or goal or desire is or life. Um, And yet finding a way to enjoy it Mm-hmm. enjoy the fact that it's not exactly what you asked for um finding I, I want to find a way to that when i look back on that experience i'm not like oh god just forget about it you mm-hmm. know what i mean i want to look back and say whoo that was rough but you know what we have fun doing x y and z where the whole experience doesn't become tainted because yes. of because my expectations weren't met or because life be life in, or people be people in. Um, (laughs) and you know what I mean? Like, I want to work on that, um, on that part of, that's what, that's what my, the next part of my journey is. It's like, okay, Mm. when it does get rough, how do I find joy in the small things or in the big things, whatever it is. And, um, be able to walk away from an experience. Like, you know what? That was rough. That was weird, whatever. But I had a good time.
1: Yeah. I figured it out. I think it's about, you know, cause I, I'm with you a thousand percent. Um, and, and I think, uh, I've had to have the same conversation with myself and friends. And, and, and the answer for me is just, I have to strengthen my gratitude practice. Mm. Whenever I feel that way, it means that I'm not I'm not deep enough in gratitude,
0: because mm. nothing's
1: ever all bad. Nothing is ever not. all bad, and sometimes it's easier to see. Other times, it's like re- like you're sitting there like I can't write down one single thing that is positive about this. Like you sitting there for days, like uh, I don't still know. Looking. I'm looking, <laughs> but there there and so you know in in those moments when whether it's at a job or in a situation at home or with family or mm-hmm. with friends or whatever and you are feeling like it's starting to taint your your total experience or you're starting yeah, to feel yeah. it's starting to affect your your natural disposition and, like, mm-hmm. posture toward life. Like, that's when you know you yeah. have to make a shift, right? Like, yeah, when yeah. you're becoming a little hardened, you're a little snappier, you're not as... You're a little bit more attitudinal. Like, you know when that mm-hmm. happens. Um, mm-hmm. I force myself to write something down I'm grateful for. And sometimes it's like, um, you know, my lipstick breathing, didn't God. run out today. <laughs> I'm breathing. I, you know what? Like, I pulled up in my parking spot. Right on time or like, wh- whatever right. it is, like it's sometimes right there's, the <laughs> sometimes they're big things. And I think yeah, what I, yeah. what I found is that when I strengthen my gratitude practice, there's big things that I missed. So what mm. I mean by that is that there's things that were actually really beautiful, really worthy of, of, of really being uh, celebratory in my gratitude for it that just went over my head. That mm-hmm. I didn't sit in, that yeah, I didn't yeah. really appreciate, and yeah, yeah. and I feel like that's gotten me much closer to God. It's gotten me closer to like being in like a more balanced place in my life. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's all gratitude. Everything goes back to gratitude for me. Amen. Yeah, Amen. yeah.
2: That's that's the goal. That's what I'm working on strengthening next. Mm-hmm. Is
1: I feel like I do
2: have a great sense of gratitude I think I lean into other people's energy I let other yeah. people's energy ditto um, because we're artists we're open you absorb so that empaths you yeah give back. yeah and I have to learn to protect that more mm. um, and really like you said go back vertical up with God like shut it off because you don't get access to this if this is how you are going to move and behave Mm -hmm. um you don't get access to my energy in the same way um and i think sometimes i catch that a little too late and then i'm already deep like oh man this isn't great like there this is this is weird (laughs) like yeah whatever um and so i need to catch it sooner Mm. and shut it down sooner and like you said go back up vertically to god and yeah i'm grateful for what can i do to um uh resist reflect Mm -hmm. deny this Mm -hmm. energy or whatever it is that's happening around me that I don't want that has no place or serves no purpose in my life so
1: in my opinion you've always had really strong and solid boundaries created for yourself and I'm wondering how did you go about creating those for yourself and was it always easy
2: uh I would say that came from my mama Mm. um I have a very close relationship with her and have been able to talk to her since forever, always, um, about very personal things, life, puberty, all the Mm -hmm. things in very raw, explicit manner. Um, And she's always been a listening ear, never judged, never got in trouble for saying something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I got really sage advice and wisdom from very young on very you know some very pedestrian things but also some very serious things uh my mom has always just been very open honest and frank with me and so I think I just have heard great advice for a a long time and been she's been able to tell me well that's not okay do you see how this is affecting you or this that and that and so that has helped me establish um boundaries and expectations and um what is okay and isn't okay to um have in my orbit, in my space. So I think that comes from my mom. Mm. And it was at a certain point, you know, friends will be like, oh, why don't you call your mom so we can talk on three way and she could, you know, <laughs> she can tell me some stuff too. Because
1: yeah
2: honestly, she's just that person who has great advice and who who can see things from a very 360 point of view and just be very honest and uh, unbiased. So I definitely think that comes from her.
1: Mm. So thank you, mama. Yeah. Um,
2: And, and, and like I said, I think there are some very, some, there are some areas in my life where it's very obvious for me and very easy for me to establish boundaries. Um, But then there's those places that kind of get missed. And I think those more emotional for me where it's like, oh, man, I let them say something to me
1: and that actually Got hurt it. my feelings.
2: You know what I mean? I think that's where it's not so strong. Got um, it.
1: Listen. I want to talk about your dad. What's the okay. greatest lesson he's taught you?
2: So let me just start by saying, you, you know this, I think, but mm-hmm. the the man I call dad is like my stepdad but he has raised me he has been the only father figure I have known for the majority all slash all but of my life and that man came in and I have two stepbrothers they're my brothers but Mm -hmm. his sons um and so we were like a little Brady bunch when I was like four or five um but he has loved me as if I have been his own child my mm. entire life is I, when I even have to say stepdad for other people's clarity, it bothers me. And I don't like to say it. But what I do know is that there is beauty in saying it because mm. I I love that this man loves me so much and has poured so much into me. And I'm not even his blood. Mm. Yeah. Like for a man to step up and be there at all times. Through everything. He's just been the most amazing father I could have ever, ever dreamed of, um, hoped for. And I'm I'm so grateful for him. Um, he's taught me so much. I I don't Mm -hmm. even know, but mostly I love his heart. Mm. Um, I love his selflessness. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. He taught. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like that the the lesson is love is unconditional love and true love, Child. and it's not contingent on blood. It, it has not. nothing to do with it. So I like that you you say that it's in, it is there is power in saying that he's your stepfather.
2: Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, because I I wouldn't everything he's given me as a young woman. Like I think of who I would have been had he not been there, and. Mm. My heart aches for young women and young men who grow up without a dad. And that was my story until he came along Mm. um, and changed that and changed (sighs) the the scope of where my life could go, what I could do, because having that male presence, that male love in the home, I do believe makes a difference. And to my mom for picking somebody (laughs) who could love me. Like that and love her in the way that she needed to um, be loved. And they're no longer together. Um, but we're talking about who he is as a dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just so grateful. I'm so, so grateful. Uh, he, <laughs> so much so like my my husband, when he met my dad, was, he thanked him. He was like, mm-hmm. I really want to thank you for who you are and what you've been to, Tiana. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's very clear in how it was to date and court me uh, his in comparison to past experiences he had had where you know it's like it, it means something and where i know i'm so grateful and i'm so i'm just so thankful to have a loving male presence in the home um yeah there's a protection there there's security there there's love there there's guidance and I feel like I got all of that times a million in Mm. that man. Um, and in my mom, like I, I know I am blessed. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, definitely, definitely,
0: uh, blessings. Mm -hmm. It's a big Mm -hmm. blessing.
2: It's like so full that I'm just like, if I could shout it from the rooftop, Mm. I would. Um, just like I, the amount of gratitude I have for both of my parents, and and again now becoming a parent, it
0: it mm. has made it
2: even so much bigger, and um, I can't believe how much they sacrificed and <laughs> gave, and oh. just kept pouring into all of us, me and my siblings. Um, I'm like, how did y'all do that? How?
1: how but, how but they did but they, they did. did um yeah so yeah sis what has been your takeaway from our conversation today
2: <sighs> i think my takeaway is th- the thing we were talking about just finding the joy and gratitude in the journey And really, really owning that Um, because sometimes we get caught up in the destination and the expectations. And I really want to let that go Mm. um, and be present and full of gratitude and, you know, disappointment, whatever other people's energy can still be there. um,
1: But what I want to be greater is my gratitude. Mm, It's good. My takeaway is to try my best to believe in the miracles that God is performing in my life. Yeah, that really got me, Tiana. Like that that metaphor, although it wasn't really, it was a metaphor, but it was also like really happening to you. It's but- <laughs> like real life, right? But let it use us, God. Let yes, it it. but like that really got me. Like I want to believe the miracle when I'm in the midst mm-hmm. of it. Um, Mm. that's my takeaway. Thank you, sister. That's
2: beautiful. I need to use that too. Like, (laughs) believe in it. Oh, believe in it. Yeah, Yeah, like,
1: I don't want to believe that anything God's doing in my life is too big. I want to have the posture of like, of course God's doing this in my life. Yeah, of course you picked me for a time such as this. Of course my body can create a human in this way and it'd be a wonderful Mm. experience. Of course I can do it. Yeah, that's and you Amen. literally this conversation has helped me be more conscious of attaining that posture. So I thank you, my sister.
2: Amen. I thank you,
1: thank you <laughs> for this. This has been lovely. Yes, I love you, sis. I honor I you. I'm so you. proud of you. And you're like, you're thank just one of my forever friends. And I'm just yes. so happy we did this.
2: Thank you. Yay. I feel like we just had a sister chat on, I know, on we the did. line for everybody, but <laughs> like God, I hope I ain't say nothing crazy. That's the just vibe. So that's to the Ashley.
1: vibe.
2: <laughs> no,
0: that's the vibe. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Thank
2: you.
1: Thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by LWC Studios for OWN. The show's executive producer is Juleka Lantigua. Our managing producer is Fatima El Swifi. Shanice Tyndall is our lead producer. Associate producer is Mona Hassan. Jordan Thompson is our marketing coordinator. This episode was mixed by Trin Lightburn. Michelle Baker is our video editor. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, and we hope you did, please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast to ensure you hear the next one.